cardboard cutout of a girl falls in love with a sparkling spider monkey while completely disregarding her friends and family. Say that one more time. (laughs) Okay. Cardboard cutout of a girl falls in love with a sparkling spider monkey while completely disregarding her friends and family. (gasps) This is Twilight. It is. All right, and welcome to the Book Jar Podcast. My name is Marissa, and I'm joined with my friend Megan. How are you today, Megan? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay is always good. Yeah, I I have a little bit of, well, I'll talk to this a little bit more when we talk about what books we've read recently. I have some shame uh, <gasps> along with the book reading, which I'm trying to like be like, yes, it's okay. Let it go. Yeah, so this is the Book Jar Podcast where we talk about books, if you couldn't have guessed that. <laughs> And uh, today we'll be talking about kind of popular or at least our favorite books Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, in a little bit of an interesting way I'm very excited for. But let's start with the most recent reads that we have. Yeah. Do you have any to report on? I do. So I finally finished The Burning God by R.F. Kuang. Nice. Which is that third book in um, the series. Yes. So I'm good. I, I actually listened to it in an audiobook. I didn't actually read the physical copy. Oh, interesting. And the reason I did that is because I had like a lot of road trips and I just knew I wouldn't have time to sit down and read yeah. the physical copy. And it is such a large book. And yeah, so I'm kind of glad I did it. Like at first I was a little like, so the uh, like the person who did the audio, mm-hmm. she did a good job, but she changed like voices for like different characters oh she she, did like voices yeah Yeah. so she did like a little bit deeper for like guys or a little bit quirky for other characters and And stuff like that and at first it threw me for a loop yeah and I was like I don't know if I like this but once you like get into the book and you're like now you know what character's speaking and you get used to her voice and like so yeah I don't know like I don't know if I like that better or if they just keep the same voice for all characters you know? That's interesting. I feel like it would be very hard for me to get over, but I feel like it's also one of those things where potentially once you're used to it, it might be like hard to go to a different one mm-hmm. where like there's not that audio signal that like somebody has changed. It's changed talking because there was one part where there was a lot of like this character said, that character said, and then I was like, hey, when you're saying said a lot in a row, that's annoying versus just changing yeah. the voices in a row. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I didn't, like, I liked the audiobook. Nothing bad to say about the book in general. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. How cool. About, how about you? What you uh, end so up reading? So I finished The Time of Contempt, which is in the Witcher series. It's technically the second in the series that doesn't include any of the, like, prequels that mm-hmm. Andrzej Sapkowski did. I only finished that book, which means for the first time this year, I am behind on my reading goal oh, no. in the Storygraph app, which is where the shame is. Because, like, I didn't feel bad about it because I, I do this. I go through, like, spurts of reading where mm-hmm. I read, like, I'll read, like, two books a day sometimes. And then, like, but, like, sometimes I'll go, like, a month or two without reading a whole lot and just kind of how I am. So I wasn't feeling that much shame until I logged in which I logged in to do uh, just to look at some books that I've read for our current podcast. And I was like, oh my God, it was like, it had a different message. And it was like, 
don't worry, you're not too far behind. And I was like, oh. Well, Kate, to be honest, because I read two really large books back to back, I'm I'm a book behind. So it keeps telling me like, one more book and you'll be caught yeah, up. Yeah, one more, one book until you're back on track. You can do this. And I like, I didn't like it. I just didn't like the feeling. That being said, I have also read really thick books this year, which so like I'm still ahead of my pages. Yeah, by like yeah. 800 pages. Yeah, I'm a I'm a head too. Not only by a couple hundred though, not 800. But. Yeah, well, you know, but like that that did actually make me feel better because I was like clearly also like early in the year I was just reading a lot of like thicker books, mm-hmm. and I, I do like the idea of like tracking the pages as well because it feels like you're and this is a terrible way to maybe look at it. I don't know. But it feels like you're getting credit for the pages and not just, like, the amount of books you read. Because, like, if you read, you know, let's say, I feel like reading 40 really quick, easy to digest, like, romance novels is very different from reading, like, 40 nonfiction books. And there's no shame to, like, I'm not saying romance novels aren't worth it. I I read a lot of romance novels not saying that at all. Yeah. But it's a different experience. Like, it takes me a lot longer to get through a nonfiction book. So I kind of like that it's also about pages as well, because like yeah. a nonfiction book might be like 800 pages or something silly, whereas like some of those romance novels are like, they're real quick. <laughs> they're really short or they're long, like they can be a little longer, but they're just easier to read through just on the yes, like writing style and stuff. So no, I like it too. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, you know, as much as I'd like to sit in my, my shame, uh, <laughs> we will be moving on. So this week's topic is a really fun one. It was from Alex. So thanks, Alex, for suggesting this topic. But it was explain um, some popular books or your favorite books in one line. I had a lot of fun. Me too. <laughs> I also, I know, so we are kind of going to be playing a little bit of a guessing game. It's going to be hard because there's a lot of books in the world and like I haven't read every book that you've read. Yeah. But I did pick some very, very popular books and like very mm-hmm. classic ones just to make sure. So I'm sure there's actually some overlap there. So we'll see how we handle that. Um, I think I have more than you. Yeah, I got 11. I didn't number them, but I, I feel like looking at it, you probably visibly, have I have more than 11. Yeah. So I'm going to start if that's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So how this, I'm going to read the line. We're going to have a little bit of a discussion and uh, some of them you're going to know right away and some of them I think I, I've, I've hidden very well. Uh, so you should know this book. Okay. Carl is the answer and the problem. Um, yeah, I know the book, but can I think of the title? <laughs> Where is it on your... <laughs> it's it's there. Oh, An Absolutely Remarkable Thing by Hank Green. Yeah, absolutely. Yay! I thought that was kind of the silliest way to explain that book. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I was thinking of putting that book down too, but I like couldn't think of a good sentence without sounding kind of lame. Yeah, some know. of them I tried to come up with sentences for, and I was like, wow, this either gives it away like way too fast. Yeah. Which some of them I just embraced, but uh, yeah, uh, or it just sounds really boring. Yeah. Which it's not a boring book. It's not. I like it's that. It's just hard to condense. <laughs> I just love that you have Carl, you know. Car- he is. Carl is the problem Carl- and the answer. Exactly. So, so you totally works. captured the book in one sentence there. Okay. I do think I have way more than 11. So I'm actually, I'm going to go one more time. Okay. It's another book you should know. I don't know if you'll get it off this, but... The, the line is, a feminist loses her sister and then goes on a killing spree. Um, 
Yeah, Iron Widow. Yeah, yeah, Yay. for sure. <laughs> I was like, I knew you were gonna have to put that book down yeah. because that you loved that book, and it's obviously a fabulous book. Yeah. So, good choice, good choice. All right, first book here. Okay. Okay. Young orphan moves out of his one-room living arrangement with the worst roommates into a lavish residence with the help of a hairy-chested man. Oh, this is totally <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> So you you had me in the first bit. I'm not going to lie to you. You had me in the first half. I, I started off, I was like, okay, like, it's going to be kind of abstract. And then it'll get a little bit more specific. I actually have two more sentences. So I don't yeah, know. I, I want to hear, hear them. them. Okay. Three friends get into shenanigans, nearly getting themselves killed or worse, expelled. I love that. that and I then- love how that, that that's like, that could describe a lot of books because there's a lot of books especially young adult books or children's books mm-hmm. that focus on like three three yeah, three, three characters three, three friends. friends and like they do get in shenanigans that get them almost killed a lot of them like that could have been a lot of books but like the expelled part really gave it away yeah yeah <laughs> and then my last one for that if you didn't get those was at a boarding school friends find themselves controlling brooms meeting a dog who loves music and playing an intense game of chess i love it <laughs> chill an intense game of chess i love it (laughs) okay i have one i don't know if you're actually gonna know this book uh so i'll give you points if you can get the author okay because you do know the author so two exes refuse to admit they're they are in love resulting in injuries accidents scandals and eventually marriage Ooh. okay i want to see i want to see jane austen it is jane austen yeah and I want to guess and say Persuasion. It is. Yeah. I only know that because I watched the trailer <laughs> on Netflix. So highly recommend the actual movie, by the way. Yeah. I think I told you this on a previous podcast. If I didn't tell you on the podcast, I'm pretty sure I told you off the podcast. You probably did. Yeah. But highly recommend that adaptation. It was very good. I think they did a really wonderful job. Uh, so, but yeah, that is... That is yeah. it. I got it. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that, honestly, if I... Oh, I'm not thinking of Persuasion. I was thinking of Emma for the adaptation, by the way. Oh. Yeah, so I haven't watched the Persuasion one because we're going to watch oh, it yes, together. Oh, yes, we're going to watch that one together. I thought um, maybe there was, like, totally an older one. Up. I thought there yeah. was, like, an older Persuasion, so I was like, oh, I'm yeah. going to watch that. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Do you have another one, or you want me to... I'm going to do another one, because I, I really do feel like I have more than 11. Okay. <laughs> You should know this one because I've talked about it, but you might not get it. So the sentence is, it's a romance book where the romance is unnecessary and also full of trauma porn. Is it um, Colleen Hoover? It is Colleen Hoover. Can you get the book? Is it... I mean, I would think... It ends with us? Yeah, it kind of applies (laughs) to both, to be honest. Yeah, I was like, I feel like maybe all of her books? I don't know. I can't say because I've never read any of her books, but... Yeah, so that would, uh, you know... Maybe a little snarky there, but... <laughs> you know, I got a few snarky ones, too. So I appreciate that. Um, okay, so my next one. <laughs> okay. You're laughing. I love it. You can't even say it. Oh, my God. It's fine. It's not that funny. <laughs> Anyways, so... <laughs> cardboard cutout of a girl falls in love with a sparkling spider monkey while completely disregarding her friends and family. Say that one more time. (laughs) Okay. 
cardboard cutout of a girl falls in love with a sparkling spider monkey while completely disregarding her friends and family. <gasps> this is Twilight. It is. <laughs> I was a little, little snark there. I have another sentence too for it if you didn't get it, but you got it. I'm dying. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Cardboard cutout of a girl falls in love with a sparkly spider monkey. Spider monkey. Oh my god. While completely disregarding her friends and family. I, it's accurate. I feel like that was it's pretty not wrong. Accurate. Yeah. Um, my other one, if you didn't get that, was generic pale girl from Arizona moves to a place with the name of a plural utensil where she meets a family of leeches and a four-legged friend. <laughs> a family of leeches <laughs> and a four-legged friend. Accurate. I love the book, okay? Like, I I will read it again. But it's a little snarky. You gotta be it's a little, a little snarky, snarky about Twilight. Because, you know, it has its problems. But I still still will read it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love that. I was proud of myself when I came I'm very proud of you. Okay, I have one that you should know. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so your not average, average teenage girl is persecuted by a stalker, but is saved at the last minute when her boyfriend exhibits a bit of self-control. Wow. One more time, one more time. Your not average, average teenage girl mm-hmm. is persecuted by a stalker, mm-hmm. but is saved at the last minute when her boyfriend exhibits a bit of self-control. I want to say Twilight. It is Twilight. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> I really, I didn't that think was mine tricky. was super obvious, so I didn't want to say it was Twilight, but yeah. I also, I didn't want to carry it on for that too long. That was tricky. Okay. Okay. So her stalker is that? I mean, you could say that the stalker is Edward, but also the um, people who are chasing her and make right. her leave town. They're the stalkers. And then he's exhibiting self-control. When he doesn't drain her of all of her blood. Right. Because she's been bit by a vampire. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I was, Thank I you. was stumped for a solid <laughs> minute there, for sure. I just, I was like, how can I boil this down in the silliest way? And that is really the whole story. Oh, 100%. 100%. But I like your cardboard cutout a lot, too. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna say another one as well because okay. I, I, you should know this one. It's actually there's a, it's a giveaway. It's okay. a giveaway. I, I didn't really know how to. I just thought it was funny. So it's just what if Persephone was a cinnamon roll of a person and Hades was just lonely. Aw, Laura Olympus. Yeah, that Olympus. one was cute. I like. I was like, I, I really like the book. So I was like, I'll be cute about this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so this one, I think you'll, I think you'll get it. Um, two sisters never stop searching for one another, not letting space or time get in the way. Oh, this is, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's by Joan He. Yeah. And I, can I think of the title right now? Absolutely not. You know, I'm putting you on the spot. It. Do you want me to tell you? Just tell me the first word. The. (laughs) (laughs) Is that help? Shockingly, that's not help. (laughs) Um. Ones, the ones we're meant to find. Yes, that's yeah. correct. I I don't know why it went completely out of my head. I talk about this book all the time. I know it was, uh, that was a good description, though. Yeah, I feel like that's a good one that I would tell people if they wanted a one sentence summary, yeah. kind of of the book. That's but it also do. doesn't give away anything. But that it's accurate. It does kind of sell it like a little sh- short. But yeah. like if you pair that with it's sci-fi, it's dystopian. Like that's actually a perfect. Yeah. Description. And I think if you know what the book's about. There's some 
words like not letting space or time get in the way kind of is like oh clever but also doesn't give much away yeah i agree okay so you should get this one because i know you've read it okay so two people keep falling in love over and over throughout time but only one of them remembers (laughs) (laughs) what is it memory something something <laughs> She's looking at my shelf for those. Yeah, I'm like, I, I know it's here. I don't um, know if it's up here, actually. It's by Anne Brashares. Yes. And yeah. it is called Something Memory. My My name is Memory. My name is Memory. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to put in a snarky line about um, a silly pregnancy trope, but I did not. <laughs> oh, you should have. Uh, okay, second one. You should know this one, but, like, maybe not. Uh, the new guy in town is a dick, but also rich and maybe totally not a dick. Hmm. Is it a YA novel? No. Or have I read it? I don't know if you've actually... No, I don't think you've read it. But it's a pretty popular novel. It's famous. Okay, so the new guy in town is a rich dick, but also maybe not a dick. <laughs> um... It's like also half of romance novels. I was yeah, I was like, there's a lot of options here. Oh, oh, mm, mm, mm. I was gonna say Fifty Shades of Grey, but no. that's definitely <laughs> not it. Um, I mean, maybe it kind of could be, but he's not new in town. I need a hint. I need another hint. Do you got anything else for I, me? I got some stuff that'll give it away, but uh. He disgraces her family at one point and saves her family at another. I want to say Emma. It's not Emma, but it is by Jane Austen. Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, yeah. that was a tricky one for me. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I gave like as few details I know. as possible. And like, because I haven't read that one yet. Yeah. I don't 100% know the story, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's why I was like, I I, you might get this one. Now I know. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, this one is a book I've read this year. Okay. I don't know if I've actually talked about it in length in our podcast, so we'll see if you get it. Okay. Um, Jane Austen and Mary Shelley have a baby who then creates a gothic feminist romance novel. Oh, gosh. Say it one more time. Jane Austen and Mary Shelley have a baby who then creates a gothic feminist romance novel. So this is more, I guess, about what type of book it is and stuff. But I have written a review on it with similar phrasing. Phrasing. Mm. I'm not going to get this one. I don't think no. you will. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, it's Anatomy by Dana Schwartz. So yeah. it had, like, the picture of the girl yeah. with the dress. It was yeah, in the no, shape I, of a heart. Yeah, I totally see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways... I haven't read it, but, like, I do remember you talking about it, and that does seem like a very apt description. Yeah, yeah. I I had to throw that one in. Okay. A geeky girl keeps a journal of high school life where she's teased endlessly for being royalty of a small nation. Princess Diaries. (laughs) That one was easy. (laughs) I love it. Okay, another one. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read this. It is, like, a famous, like, it's kind of a classic of its genre. But I'll just say it. So, a sci-fi adventure in which no one asks the right questions and everyone cause, everyone causes unnecessary problems. Hmm. So, one of the only sci-fi I remember you talking about 
is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's totally Hitchhiker's Guide. Is it? <laughs> How did you get that? That's amazing. All I heard was sci-fi, and like I know it's kind of like like a spoof or like kind of like a satirey thing. I don't know. Is it? It not not really. It it is like um, it's got a heavy commentary. I'll say okay about like society. Okay. Yes. And like I just remember we were talking about sci-fi and how like you would say that's a good one to read. Yeah, it's a good place to start. Yeah. Mostly because to get it's kind of it. like a classic. So like there's lots of um references to it. Mm-hmm. I find like mm-hmm. people don't necessarily know. Um the question is it in it, which is like a very famous quote, which is what did the what is the answer to life, the universe and everything? Oh, okay. And this is a little bit of a, like, a spoiler, but it definitely doesn't take away from the, like, actual reading of the novel. But uh, they create, like, a, essentially an AI to answer the question of life. Like, what is the purpose of life? Oh. And it says the number 42. Oh. And <laughs> kind of the, like, theme of it is, like, you're not going to get the right answers if you're not asking the right questions. Okay. Which is where, obviously, my description kind of came into play. Yeah. I feel no, like no. I might have over-explained it now. And <laughs> it might not be I good. don't think I would have gotten... Like, I only got that because... I don't talk about sci-fi a lot. Yeah. And like you said, sci-fi. And I was like, well, I only know a few books I did throw in sci-fi because I was like, I really want her to get this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I got it. There you go. Here I didn't know. All right. Do another one or something? No, I... it's your turn. Oh, yeah. is it? Okay. Yeah. So I have a few sentences for this. So I'll just read them all. Okay. You'll get it by the last one, I'm sure. But so the worst short-term rental situation for a writer, his wife, and son, a secluded Snowden hotel where the spooks keep oh, coming yeah. and they don't <laughs> stop coming. <laughs> and last, an aspiring writer struggling with alcoholism starts to hallucinate within the confines of a mysterious hotel, putting his wife and young peculiar son in danger. I might have got it after the first one if you'd given me a minute, but definitely after the second one. So The Shining by Stephen King. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I should have just waited, but I was like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. It was like, I was like thinking, I was pondering, and then it was immediate. I was like, oh. Yeah, as soon as I said Snowden Hotel, I'm sure that was like. Snowden Hotel gave it away. That's where it is, yeah. Because you're like (laughs) an aspiring writer or something, and I I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of stories yeah. about aspiring writers. Who's a writer? Yeah, that would be good old, uh, don't remember his name. In the in Johnny? Johnny. I feel like it's Johnny because it's here. I know Johnny. he says here's Johnny, but I'm pretty sure that's not oh, his name. Not in his the name. That's in the it's movie. It's been years. I read it in like. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. Jack. Jack. Jack Torrance. Jack Torrance. My good old pal Jack. We should get roasted on social media for forgetting that. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. I'm forgiving us, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've chosen to forgive us. (laughs) Yeah, I feel better now. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I'll do my two. Uh, So, an assassin is taken from a prison to participate in a tournament. Oh, Throne of Glass. Yeah, so the second line of it, that was going to be the giveaway, in case you didn't get it from that for some reason. But that that also literally won't be relevant in three books. (laughs) It's so true. I literally picked up that book because of the like tournament aspect of it because I was like in a phase where I just loved the idea. Probably Hunger Games inspired. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's so true. But halfway through the series, you're like, how did this series start again? How did we get here? Yeah, it's like you like think back to it and you're like, wow, 
That was out of nowhere. That was irrelevant. That was kind of like you didn't And she tries to, like, tie it back in later on because she's like, oh, let's go back to, like, the prison and stuff like that. And I'm like... It could have just been a prequel. And she's made prequels for this series. But that's the hilarious part is there already are prequels. So it's like... It's like clearly, like, the story evolved as she was writing it. Because otherwise she would have written these as prequels. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my next one is A Terrible, Awful miserable book in which children become orphans and it's the least miserable thing about the books a series of unfortunate events yes that is correct that's a good one i mean that one there's a lot of miserables in there there's a lot i i i really gave it away yeah you're like that sounds like this book that children read yeah about miserableness yeah that's pretty much i probably could have just said a miserable book and yeah you probably would have got i've been like i know what it is um Okay, so this one might be a little tricky. Okay. He's a 10, but his nice qualities are only to secure him and his family status and safety. He's a 10, but his nice qualities are only to secure him and his family status and safety. And I do have a second one if you can't get it. I don't know. You hit that one really well. Okay, so it's a villain's origin story of how he got involved with an Olympic-sized fight to the death. Oh, a ballad of songbirds and snakes. Yeah, by Suzanne Collins. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a ten, but his nice qualities—that's about President Snow there. That is a good one. <laughs> that is a really good one. I was, you know, I had to put him You're in there. You're really good at this. Thank you. I had lots of fun doing it. So, I'm glad you didn't get that one. Actually, yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> okay, I have one that I, I, you should get. I know for a fact you know about this book. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm going to stop talking there. Okay. A young girl saves a life and then ends up at a fair, riding a Ferris wheel with a boy. Young girl saves a life Mm -hmm. and that young girl ends up at a fair with a Ferris wheel? Yeah. And a boy? Mm Mm-hmm. Why do I want to say a walk to remember? Like, why is that giving me Nicholas Sparks vibes? (laughs) Um, Okay. Is it, is it a young adult? Uh, young adult to children. Have I read it? I don't know for sure that you've read it. You definitely know of its existence and its story. Is it like a magical story or is it just plain? <laughs> it's just, well, I, there's, there's not no magical element, but it's not like amazing. Um, she saves a life, ends up on Ferris wheel. This is literally the beginning and the end of the book. Uh, huh. It's <laughs> all tricky. I, I I tried to be really tricky. I don't know one. that one. You give up? I give up. I'm very I'm very proud of myself. So it's Charlotte's Web. Oh. Yeah. So Fern, I, I. It's a little bit of a snarky commentary because that is Fern's entire story. If she <laughs> saves a pig and then. Like, the end of the book is, like, her kind of forgetting about Wilbur because she's growing up and, like, oh. thinking oh. about, like, boys and marriage and stuff like that. That's kind of sad. I yeah. never, I don't, I'm sure I read the book when I was younger, but I don't remember it very I uh, well. wrote about it in a uh, children's literature course mm-hmm. when we were focusing on the um, story of heroines mm-hmm. and how women are treated in children's literature. Oh. And so she follows a very, like, the story, like, she's a, like, 
She's a very integral character, but she's also, like, treated as the mother archetype. She takes care of Wilbur Mm -hmm. the entire time. Mm. And then when she stops taking care of Wilbur, it's because she's realized basically her potential as, like, a mother. Like, a real mother. Like, it's, it's, like, very weird. And how old is she in this book? She's young, but, like, she's thinking about boys. And it's, like, very clear that she's, like, grown up past caring about the pig. Because she it's very to... weird if you read it from that lens. Yeah, it's, yeah, you're making it sound, like, kind of. I love Charlotte's mm. Web. I'm not, yeah. I'm not. It, it's a great story. I love it. I think it's so cute. It's really interesting when you start to look at female characters mm-hmm. in children's books. Yeah. Because their arcs are just so interesting. Because even yeah. Charlotte's... So- I'm off topic now. That's okay. Keep going. Keep <laughs> so going. So Charlotte's... Um, so part of the essay was comparing her journey to Charlotte's journey as well, which Charlotte also is the mother, like a very mother figure for Wilbur. And she essentially dies to carry out her literal role as the mother because she dies when she has her babies. Oh. And Wilbur gets to live because of the sacrifices that both Fern and Charlotte have made on his behalf. Damn. So it's like, it's a great story, but when you look at it through like a feminist lens, it kind of (laughs) shatters. A little bit. Like, damn, Wilbur just, everyone's Wilbur. Yeah. Huh. I like, that's very interesting. interesting. I learned, I learned something. Yeah. Like the two characters that are alive at the end are Wilbur and the rat both of whom are male characters. They're, and are, we are following a male protagonist in a book that starts with the story of a young girl and is named after a female spider. Wow. <laughs> My mind is blown. Wow. There's like a lot going into... So like a little bit of critique there. I, yeah. I still really love it. Like I'm not... If, if this is one of your favorite children's books, it's actually one of mine, which is why when I took this course, I was like, oh, I'll write about Charlotte's Web because like I'm just kind of curious to like break it down through a lens and it's one of those things where like when you start taking some of the books that like were given as children or like are very popular for children it's like really interesting the like psychology of some of the characters especially the female ones anyway that's a whole other topic for another yeah (laughs) i am i like we gotta discuss this further we need a podcast about children's books now yeah huh yeah it's very uh it's very interesting I, I have another one. Okay, go ahead. So I actually have quite a few. Are you getting I have five left. Okay, perfect. That uh, I think that'll actually work out really nicely. So a young girl, I don't know if you're going to know this one. I've talked about it before, but anyway. A young girl is taken from her family and enrolled in a boarding school in Switzerland. Hmm. Is that a children's book? Uh, yeah, children's, young adult. Well, not really, like, really young adult. She's taken from her home yeah. and put into a boarding school in Switzerland. Where's her home? In America. Is it that Winx Club? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that well, she gets taken from her home? That's actually, that's actually valid, though. Um, <laughs> that was a valid guess. And I probably haven't read it because it definitely doesn't sound familiar. And it's not Princess Diaries 5. <laughs> yeah no okay any other uh, other hints no that's it i don't so i've talked uh, about it a lot it's bloom ability yeah we not Creek. would not Creech. have gotten that uh yeah that's fair okay well thanks for bringing that one to my attention yeah no worries <laughs> <laughs> okay so this one 
you should get. She's beauty, she's grace, she's Miss Bell Chime your dead ass back into the grave. Wait, what? <laughs> she's beauty. Bell, oh, Sabrielle. Yeah. Bell Chime your ass back into the grave. That was great. Bell Chime. Yeah, yeah, that's Sabrielle yeah. for sure. Yeah, I was like, you know, I tried a to think of, of a giveaway. One for Sabrielle, and I couldn't. So that was really, that's great. I love that. Yeah, you got it. So yeah, that's perfect. what matters. Okay, uh, an English teacher in a French school sees the ghost of a nun. Um, Villette. Villette, yeah. I've yeah. talked about it a lot, so. Yeah. I figured I'm, you'd probably get it. And pretty recently, so that's how I, you know, I thought I would get it. Uh, okay. <laughs> this one's stupid. <laughs> okay, let's you hear it. You should get it, though. Let's hear it. Uh, he's Superman, but without emotions and with monsters. He's Superman without emotions. And without monsters? With monsters. And with monsters. <laughs> He's Superman. Oh, the Witcher? The Witcher, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's the best way to yeah, explain it. It's true. It's true. I can see it now. Yeah. Took me a second. Um, my cool. turn. Yeah, your turn. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. She doesn't just hunt shadows. She'll kiss her bro while doing it. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> took you a second there. I was like, kiss her bro. And I just thought you meant like friend, which was really cleverly hidden. But yeah, that is so city of bones. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's and it. The whole mess that is that series. Yeah, I'm glad you got that because I felt I felt wrong writing it. Yeah. I felt, I didn't feel <laughs> At good. At least somebody felt wrong while writing that. <laughs> I was like, I don't like how this feels. I don't like how this feels. <laughs> okay. Uh, a poor woman becomes a governess to escape her family and other terrible people exist and finds other terrible people exist. Mm-mm. Jane Eyre? Jane Eyre, yeah. Nice. There was like a couple that I wanted to do, but I knew you hadn't read. Yeah. So I was, like, trying to make it a little bit, like, a little bit obvious, but, like, not. Uh, a, a girl gossips about her neighbors and is shocked when she finds she's not good at hooking people up. Um, Emma. Yeah, that's Emma. <laughs> I actually had one for Emma, too. Okay, perfect. Um, it's just basic. Before Tinder, before the dating game, there was her. <laughs> <laughs> no, yours is way better. <laughs> too though because it's so her i love emma she's shocked yeah i liked the shock to find that she's not good like yeah like so surprised like what what do you mean what do you mean i'm such a terrible person i should be great at (laughs) hooking people (laughs) all right i I love it okay back to you okay uh a short man goes on a long adventure with a ring the hobbit yeah (laughs) i was actually thinking lord of the rings specifically but it works kind of for either okay that makes sense uh, it's just Bilbo doesn't actually start with the ring, so. Oh, see, I wouldn't know that. That yeah. seems like a thing fans know <laughs> that read the book. <laughs> um, okay, I have two left. I also have two left. Okay, so you go. Okay. Um, a traumatic incident causes an unreliable narrator to find out what happened during a summer on her family's island. Oh, 
Oh. You should know this. I know this, except I don't want to say it because it's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> uh, we Were Liars by E. Lockhart. Yeah. 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 I tried to make it not too spoilery. It's not too spoilery. Like, I I'm feel gonna, like you like, find that yeah. out. We won't talk yeah. about it too much, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just read the book. Just read the book. That was a very intriguing way to describe it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rich man does BDSM in the most boring way possible. Is that Fifty Shades that of Grey? That is Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> which is why I was laughing so hard earlier when you thought the other one was Fifty Shades, because I was like, no, but I do have one. <laughs> I do. I, that's funny. I'm glad I got it. Have you ever read them? I haven't, because like when they came out, I was just like, ew. And I, I felt the same way. Felt. And then somebody like in my dorm, they had like a giveaway pile. Oh, okay. For like the end of the year. And somebody like put the Fifty Shades books in there, like the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, they're books. So I picked them up and then I was, cur- I was curious. I'm not going to lie to you because everyone was talking about it. Oh. I will not even say that I read them. I skimmed them. I just love what you're like. Because they're skimmable. Yeah. And they shouldn't be skimmable. Yeah. You know what's not a good review of your romance (laughs) novel? Of your smutty, supposed to be erotica novel? It was skimmable. That's not, that's not a description Mm -hmm. you want. You want Mm -hmm. it so captivating that, you know, like you couldn't put it down. Yeah. It was skimmable. I just love that BDSM, but in a boring way. Like the, how how like co- like it's it's literally like the most boring <laughs> way I've ever heard somebody talk about BDSM. Like it makes BDSM sound like so vanilla, which is really funny. <laughs> like that. also very dangerous. So like that was a big part That's of a good the point. critique of the book. Actually, was like they're making it seem like it's something other than what it actually is yeah the big thing with bdsm is always consent yeah 100 percent. consent and like expectations and then like aftercare mm-hmm. and so like none of that happened <laughs> like i guess you can say the consent is technically there yeah but like at one point i think in the third book he brags about making her say the safe word oh which I saw on TikTok, actually, somebody talking about it, and they were like, that's, like, the exact opposite of what you ever want. Like, yeah, you don't like, want them to have to use a safe word to get out of something. That is not, like, wow, that was so good. Yeah. That's literally, like, I did something wrong yeah. as, like, a person participating in this, which is really interesting. Uh, that, what, which is, like, very typical of this person who wrote this, I feel like. Well, and I think that... Like, that's one reason I didn't end up ever picking it up yeah. was because of the critique being like, this is not an accurate representation. Like, you can tell she didn't do any research at mm-hmm. all into BDSM. So, yeah, I just was never interested in yeah. it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend. No? So. Okay, I'm not going to read it. It's not even worth skimming. It's not even worth <laughs> skimming? Okay, no. I ain't going to do it then. <laughs> but, like, the the plot alone is not worth skimming but the writing <laughs> is definitely not worth reading <laughs> just don't do it i'm I'm just never gonna look at it again it had its time it's had its time yeah you have another one yep yeah. um these aren't your regular great value jeans traveling yeah oh my god i love that i had like oh my god this one is dumb but one pant to rule them all, one pant to find them, one pant to bring them all and in the darkness find them. 
almost choked. I almost choked. <laughs> you should not I took a drink sip. of water. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Say that again. One pant to rule them all. One pant to find them. One pant to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm going to cry. That's just such a good description. Megan, you should be writing the little synopsis on the back of the books. You need to. Uh, I, would I mean, love maybe to not do that. for serious books because, no, no, no. like, you know, that. But if they wanted a little humor, a little sprinkled, humor. I could. You I could. You could that. provide that. Yeah. I don't even want to say my last one because it's so bland compared just, to that. Just do it. <laughs> Uh, nerdy girl switches brains with a supermodel, but it turns out she was a supermodel inside herself all along. <laughs> um, I've talked about this book with you lots, but I don't think you've ever actually read it. Although I do think I tried to make you read it. She switches bodies with the supermodel. Yeah, she switches brains. Oh, switches brains. Like, surgically? Yeah, surgically. Oh, Oh, what's that book? Uglies? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good guess. That, that was a really good guess, but it's not accurate. Um, I don't know. So this is Airhead by Meg Cabot. Oh. Which I have talked to you about before. Yeah, yeah. now that you say it. Yeah. It's... So I actually really liked the premise of it, but... And I would love to talk about Meg Cabot in a whole podcast dedicated to her because I think something really interesting happened with a lot of her books Mm -hmm. in which she tried to 180 it. And so the initial premise is, like, it's interesting. Like, it's whatever. It's, like, it's a brain transplant. Like, it's, like, whatever. It becomes, like, a controversy because it turns out, like, the supermodel, like, so this nerdy girl just, takes place of a supermodel basically and she has to take over the supermodel's life and it said that the like supermodel died she didn't die she got like her brain got put in a different body Mm. and so basically it becomes this like well why did they do this and the like the controversy of like why they wanted somebody who was kind of making noise to kind of go away but they didn't want to get rid of her like success Okay. Which is a really cool premise, right? Yeah. And then I had this, like, love story about, like, you know, like, obviously this girl was, like, secretly in love with her best friend. And then when she, like, switched bodies, like, she has to pretend she doesn't know him. And it's, like, this whole, like, tortured love thing. And I just Mm -hmm. love that. Mm -hmm. And then in the last book, she stops being the nerdy girl. And she's like, oh, my God, I kind of love being a supermodel. And it was just, like, completely against everything she stood for before. It was just really weird. Oh, yeah. But she kind of did the same thing in the Princess Diaries series in which she, like, completely 180'd Mia's character in one of the books. Mm-hmm. And I think I know what she was going for, but, like, it just, it reads very much as, like, oh, women kind of don't actually like things that aren't typically liked by women. Like, they can't actually be nerds. They are actually secretly all you know, pining oh, over makeup and yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, I think she tried to go for the, like, you can embrace all aspects of your identity and you don't have to be like, you know, you can like, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Star Wars and, like, all these shows and, like, this nerdy culture and also, like, makeup. Like, it can be an also, but it came off as a, oh, that was just pretend. Yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Make Cabot, hey? 
Meg Cabot. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Is she still writing? Does she release Yeah, anything? she does, yeah. I think. But I haven't read a lot of it because she really, really pissed me off with some of her books. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. There was also like a, a trend in some of her other ones. because I, I did read a lot of hers. Hers was like, she used to be just a immediate pickup kind of author. But she, she kind of lost my trust with that. Also, there was like a big trend where as soon as they got a boyfriend, they, they just kind of like, they were like, oh. Like a cardboard cutout of a girl? Yeah, like a cardboard <laughs> cutout of a girl. So I didn't love that. Yeah. Aww. Like, you know, they don't have to lose their whole personality when yeah. they start dating a dude. Exactly. I don't know. Or change their personality. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay mm-hmm. to, like, have things you like and have a personality. Like, it's okay to stand up for things that you... Yeah. You still need to be... Yeah. yeah be yourself and don't let boys change you. I don't know. That's well, but like also just be yourself. Like just yeah. like be authentic to yourself in the moment. And if that means you change a little bit, that's fine. But yeah, like you're allowed to change. You're also allowed to not change. Exactly. Anyway, life lessons from us today. <laughs> that, that was it. That was successful. That was actually. I, I'm kind of. That was fun. I liked it. That was a really fun podcast. I really enjoyed some of your descriptions. Thank you. Yours too. Thank you. I feel like. We should talk about what we're reading. Yeah. For what we're planning on reading. So how about you go first there? All right. So I'm currently reading No One Is Talking About This by Patricia Lockwood. Okay. Um, picked it up because it's shorter. It's a pretty short book, 210 pages. And it's really interesting written. It's like almost written in like social media posts, sort of. Mm. I'm not very far into it, so... I'll let See you know. How you like it. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a little hard to get into because you have to get into the like abruptness of how she's written it. Mm-hmm. It's not written in like one full chapter or paragraph. It's like pieces of social media life. It's hard to explain. But anyways, that's all I got for it's you. It's curious though. Like it sounds like it might be really, really good. It's it's there's definitely a lot of things that I'm like, I remember when that happened on the internet kind of right. a thing like she definitely alludes to a lot of things like that so. that's cool okay i like that a lot i'm curious to hear what you think of it when you're like further in mm-hmm. i have kind of three options for myself oh wow <laughs> so i i don't know what's gonna happen because again like i'm like not reading a whole lot but i'm trying to so i i'm going to try to finish out the witcher series because that has been my goal but i do feel like part of the reason i'm not picking up books is because i feel a little Kind of similar to how you described it with, like, R.F. Kuang. Mm-hmm. And, like, you kind of got, like, there's a lot going on in the books. And I really love them, but I really hate some of the, like, more misogynist stuff that's happening in it. Right. And that's, like, not been my favorite to, like, emotionally deal with. Plus, like, there's there's a lot of sexual assault. Oh. Is, like, the misogynistic side of it, like, due to the kind of time it was written or due to the premise of the story it's well i'm gonna say premise because like technically it's fantasy so like i really don't like that like oh we have to base it off of like our own culture which was even more misogynistic in the like 1600s or whenever you're trying to base it out of right yeah but like also that's it seems to be like a feature of the world in the sense that the witcher world is meant to be very bleak Mm-hmm. So it's meant to be a very hard world to live in, mm-hmm. and mostly because there's so many monsters and there's so many 
like this and that and because of the monsters they've had like a harder time getting like society kind of like pulled together and like technology and stuff like that like they're all very excited in the one book because they go to one of the major cities Mm -hmm. and it's like oh this is the way of the future is like having big dwellings because like you're less likely to be attacked by monsters and it's safer and all this stuff and then like Geralt's like hmm not really for all these reasons right like because there's also like a very strong theme in the book that like not all monsters are evil and mm, not all non-monsters are good okay which is like a lot of like a lot of the people that he runs into that seem to be the most harmful are the actual humans mm. which is just a statement on society yeah however it's a lot of sexual assault and like it mm. just kind of seems to be like a cherry of like look at how bleak and awful and terrible this society is but like i don't know as a person who finds that content maybe a little bit triggering sometimes i don't love how casual it is even though i know the casualness of it is supposed to lend a hand to how bleak yeah. this society is but i also feel yeah like he as an author he could have there's so many other things that humanity has done that's horrible. Yes. That isn't sexual assault. So if that's how bleak it is, then you need to it's maybe also, step away from that. It's also not like a huge critique on sexual assault. Like, it's not really... It's like, oh, all this. There was one scene in the last book that I just finished, and it was basically, like, talking about... It was, like, this... I want to say, like, a general or so, someone in charge of, like, troops. Mm-hmm. It's, like, talking to, like, these guys and he was like hey we're going on a peacekeeping mission like we're supposed to lend a hand we're not hurting anyone and like all the soldiers were really confused because they were like i thought we were at war with them like i don't understand and they're like no 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 like you're not to pillage any villages you're not to rape any women Mm -hmm. and i was like okay whatever and then at the end of the chapter they were like we're seriously like going to keep the peace and he was like yeah no pillaging villages and he goes and no and then he trails off and he goes, and if you rape anyone, be discreet. Oh. And I was like, that wasn't necessary. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get that this is like supposed to be like, oh, this society is awful and these people are awful. But it really just left me with the feeling of like, I didn't need to read that. Like, yeah. it was kind of implied anyway that like from the first line, but I didn't really need like it to be like. Oh, don't steal anything, but if you rape someone, be discreet. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't need that. No. And it's just, like, it's just, the like, it's just bothering me a little bit too much. Yeah. I don't <laughs> so, blame you. We might just need to take a step back for a so little bit. So, I'm going to try to get into the third one, mostly because yeah. I really do love the story. Like, I'm talking very critically about it, but I also really enjoy the story. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a series I would recommend, but I would never recommend it without a big, like, hey... There's going to be a lot of mentions of this. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not good with that, don't read it. Because mm-hmm. it's not really worth putting yourself through if For sure. you're not okay with that. And so if that doesn't work out, my my backup plan is I've been looking at um, <laughs> some of the Bronte books that I have. Oh, yeah. Uh, just because I, I do really love Bronte. I have one by Anne Bronte that I'm looking forward to read. Um, and if that doesn't work out, I have some Sailor Moon manga. Which is oh. the uh, Sailor V. Oh, is this like a different series? Yeah, then? it's like a prequel. So it's before Sailor Moon has her like Sailor Moon Awakening. Mm-hmm. And it's when Sailor Venus 
who's working under the code name Sailor V is going around and fighting crime. That's cool. I love Sailor Venus. Yeah. So Aww. I have uh I believe there's only two mangas in like there was like only two of the pre like this series. So I have both of them. They've just kind of been sitting on my shelf. They'll be like an afternoon to read anyway because I read manga very quickly. Yeah. Uh so if all else fails, I will be getting through those. Yeah. Because I do want to get back into it. So Uh those are that's good choices. Good Thank to you. have, you know, options. Variety. It's a good variety, yeah. too, right? Like yeah. fantasy, classic, and manga. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Well, do you have any final thoughts before we draw our topic? No. I really enjoyed that podcast. Yeah, me too. I, I think it's we should topic. do something like that again. Yeah. All right. Let's draw. All right, so we have, what are some characters who you loved reading, but would never want to be around in real life? Oh. There's a long list. Yeah, there's a, definitely a long list there. I like that. This is going to be interesting, because some of the ones that immediately popped to mind, also, like, if I'm thinking about them, like, would I not mind being around them, actually? Mm-hmm. So I think this is great. This is from that nerdy teacher on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you very much yes, for that. Thank you very much. Looking I forward to like that one. Yeah. I feel like, have you ever played that game where like, it's like, who would you have on your team in a zombie apocalypse or something? I feel like that's kind of those vibes. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, there might be an a-hole or they might be really deadly, but I would want them on my team. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm curious where, like, some of them are going to land, because, like, I'm thinking even, like, Geralt, right? Like, like for example, since we were just talking about that. Yeah. Like, do I want him around because uh, he protect? Or do I want him <laughs> not around because he attack? <laughs> you know, like, That's I don't so know. True. That's true. Okay. I don't know. Like, would he, would he mesh well into my 2022 need? Or, yeah. Or would it be great to have him, like, living in my house because, you know, like, if anything were to attack? there's a witcher here yeah exactly that's a good point like you really have to balance it which is interesting yeah this might be a pros and cons kind pros of thing and cons list let's dig them out <laughs> all right uh all right well th- with that we thank you so much for listening to our podcast we will be back in two weeks with our next topic if you want more content from us we have an instagram account where you can also send in questions if you want us to put them in the book jar and possibly get them talked about or eventually, I guess, get them talked about on our podcast. We are at the book jar pod on Insta. So check us out there and DM us with any suggestions for topics you have. Any final thoughts there, Megan? No, I just enjoyed myself as always. Okay, perfect. And we'll leave you with that. Pick up a good book and have a great day. Bye. Bye.